What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's Wednesday, March 30th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. The FDA has authorized the second COVID booster shot for people 50 and older and those 12 and older that have weakened immune systems. The decision was mostly based on data from Israel that shows it could be life-saving for those over 60, but only has marginal benefits for younger people. Carolyn Johnson science reporter at the Washington Post, joins us for the latest and also how the FDA will soon meet to discuss long-term booster strategy for the rest of the population. Thanks for joining us, Carolyn. Thanks for having me. Well, the FDA has authorized a second coronavirus booster shot for people 50 and older and also for those uh, 12 and older that are immunocompromised. There's a lot of interesting stuff surrounding another booster shot, you know, if it's how effective it is and all that. So, Carolyn, tell us a little bit more about the decision by the FDA on this. As a lot of people have been anticipating, a second booster, which would be a fourth shot for most people, was authorized today. And that means that if you're 50 or older, you can probably pretty soon, it may take a while for pharmacies to get updated, but um, go get a fourth shot. And one reason that it's being targeted this way to people 50 and older is because they're really trying to protect people who are at greatest risk of severe illness, hospitalization, and the bad outcomes. This shot isn't intended to like end the pandemic or even, you know, like we're just trying to kind of shore up protection amongst those who are most vulnerable. Yeah, it definitely has shaped up that way. We're just kind of trying to get by, I think, You know, vaccine makers are working on uh, a shot that can attack, you know, all coronaviruses. They're they're looking forward to the future for a lot of that stuff. And this is just kind of getting us by in the meantime. And, 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 you know, they're looking at what's going to happen with this. It's not necessarily an explicit recommendation that people get this. This is just giving some the opportunity. And a lot of it has to do with the way these boosters are working right now. They're really not protecting us, let's say, from another infection. They do give us some more antibodies and all that. But as you mentioned, it's really just for those at risk of severe illness. Well, it's it's almost such a bifurcated situation. You have some people who just want boosters. They want to kind of perfect their immunity, their personal immunity, and kind of get on with their lives. And those people are just super interested. And I think, you know, if you're younger and you don't have a compromised immune system, you don't have to worry if you've been boosted necessarily. And particularly, I guess, one thing that wasn't really addressed, but has been something experts I've been talking to have been thinking is that if you got, uh, if you were one of the tens of millions of people that got an Omicron infection over the winter surge, you know, that's functioning as a boost to your immune system. So you don't need to necessarily be very worried about getting that fourth shot right away or potentially at all. So the longer term booster strategy is still being worked out. And part of this, I know it's unsatisfying to people, but, you know, we just don't know the future. And so we're, we're working with uh, in an information gap 
And in that gap, you have to make judgments. So this is a judgment intended to protect people who are at risk from the worst things that can happen. And then next week, the FDA is going to meet and they're going to talk more about kind of a longer term booster strategy, perhaps what we could see in the fall. You know, what even the goalposts might be for like a booster shot. You know, there's a lot of questions we still have to kind of work out because we may switch the vaccine to provide potentially more durable protection. Um, But a lot of these studies are also still ongoing. So I know it's like everyone's kind of waiting for what they should do next. But I think this was clearly targeted to segment of the population. Now, a lot of the information that was used in support of this booster shot, this additional booster shot, uh, has been limited and mixed. A lot of it comes from information we got from Israel where they're already doing this fourth booster shot. So tell me a little bit about that, uh, because, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, that fourth shot might not be providing that much more protection than that third shot. So just fill us in on what was happening in Israel with with all this. Our data is super imperfect, so it's really hard to draw conclusions. Every study has flaws, and these are also, like, really early studies. We haven't necessarily seen them go through all, like, the rigorous peer review that would be normal before you saw these results. But because of the urgency, we're seeing clearly some Israeli data that shows for people over 60, which is the people they offered fourth shots, that during the Omicron wave there, they saw a protection against death and severe illness. So there's a number of Israeli studies showing that. And of course, there are kind of critiques of them and stuff, but this is a lot of the kind of impetus for today's action. Separately, they also had boosted some healthcare workers in Israel, which are people of all ages. And there is where you saw this more mixed and also potentially transient um, effect of these boosts. So first of all, when you when they extended a four shot to people who weren't necessarily older and at risk, they found, yeah, your antibodies go up, back up kind of like to the third dose level, which is good, but it doesn't protect those people against infection very well. And because those people are at very low risk for uh, severe illness, you know, they all had mild or negligible symptoms. So even if they had three doses or four doses. So, you know, you're there, it becomes more uncertain. You know, there's not nearly an impetus to boost those people. And there's also some data showing that that infection protection erodes very quickly over about a two-month period. So if we're talking about vaccinating ahead of COVID waves, we have to really think about the goals, the practicality of things. Federal health officials have been pretty optimistic so far, I guess, that BA2, though we have to keep our eye on it, may not cause a huge surge. That remains to be seen. But, you know, if we're talking about timing, it gets super complicated because then you're talking about predicting the future. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, this uh, action by the FDA, as you mentioned, is very targeted to those most at risk right now. But it will be interesting to see what that longer term plan is going to be for everybody, for the rest of the population. So we'll keep an eye out. Carolyn Johnson, science reporter at The Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.